Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. that we'll be having church service online, on air. So push your neighbor and say, neighbor, at least I'm glad that you are here. If you have your brother at home, push your brother and say, brother, I wasn't expecting to share this service with you. But by the grace of God, by the grace of God, hallelujah. I thank God that he's not limited to a building. He's not limited to a place. And I thank God that he's where we are. And he's there with us. If you have been in the building today, as you are in your house, sitting back, boy. Yes. Do you know where Bakery Boy is? No, no, no. Or sitting in Ketekrachi. My boy, my boy, my boy. Or maybe sitting in Accra. If the Lord had been locked up in a church building, what would have happened to us? I thank him that he's not locked up. The reason why he's not locked up in a building is because before our Lord Jesus Christ left this earth, he said to us, he's going to leave us the Holy Spirit. Wow. And a spirit can be anywhere, anytime, all the time. Amen. Amen. Let's share a word of prayer. Father, we thank you that even in these times, you are with us. And thank you that your word is such inspiration to us and so much courage all the time in good seasons and in difficult and trying seasons we thank you so much for your presence i pray that your word will come forth as it should that your word will find a place in the hearts of everyone that lord at the end of this short time of sharing we will feel strengthened and we will feel encouraged holy spirit have your way enter into our homes where we are enter into our rooms Enter into the place where we are sitting or lying down to watch and to key into the service. Wherever we are, be there with us. I thank you for the few who are here with me. Thank you that even though we cannot be a large crowd in one place, that we are still brethren together in one place online. We bless you for the opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, my message today is quite short, so I hope wow. that you're going to be wow. listening. Wow. Amen. Wow. 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 Amen. Amen. And in times like this where things are not the same as always. Things are not always the same, but our God does not change. And I want to share a message with you entitled, The Holy Spirit in Times Like These. Wow. Amen. We've been talking about the Holy Spirit for maybe three weeks or four weeks. That's in our first service, the present service. So those of you 
who are members of the word encounter, you are privileged to yeah. <laughs> you are privileged to get a little bit about the Holy Spirit and to be with us. You are you are blessed, you know, to, to come and maybe who knows what we'll say next week. But for those of you in the present service, this is just a, a, a part of the same thing we've been talking about, but in a way that will address what is going on with us in our nation at this time. Amen. 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 You know, we are in days when things change every day. There is news coming. Everywhere you turn, every page you turn on, the coronavirus, they've given it nicknames, whatever. We don't know what to say again. However, you will see that people react in different ways. Some people in some places have reacted by clearing everything off the shelves. Mm. I was seeing a picture in which all the shelves, not in Ghana, somewhere, everything had been cleared. Hey, I can't be quiet here, you're more to be cleared everything. Oh, <laughs> At least everything that is food and household. You know, some people try in denial and say that, oh, this one is will pass. Oh, hey, doesn't kill Africans. Hey, I eat. Hey, you know, we are saying things, you see, and some are just scared. You know, but I want to remind you today that you are a believer. Yeah. And we have been talking about the Holy Spirit and what he means to us. And today, I want to speak to you about the Holy Spirit in times like this. Wow. Remember wow. that there are three relationships of the Holy Spirit with you. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit in us. Mm -hmm. And that is why you, you, know, you receive the Holy Spirit and you, you're speaking in tongues. And if you're not speaking in tongues, my prayer for you is that you will begin to speak in tongues at this time Amen. because we really need it. And I'll explain why. I said that the Holy Spirit who is upon us is the anointing. Wow. Jesus was the one who taught us that. Wow. He's upon us to do what? We'll, what does it mean now, today? What does it mean? And then we talked about the fact that the Holy Spirit with us his presence. And today, I'm just going to give you a few pointers. We maybe will continue next week, who knows? But I want to share a few things that I hope will strengthen you at this time. Amen. Amen. Now, we said that the Holy Spirit in us, when you give your life to Christ, when you give your life to Jesus, what happens is that Jesus visited us in physical form. And when he was going, he said something. He said, it's expedient for you, it is good for you that I'm going. If I don't go, the Holy Spirit will not come. Jesus was walking here as the representation of God, here of the Godhead right here on earth. When it was time to go, he said the Holy Spirit will come. And if you know your Bible in Acts chapter 2 and verse 4, the day of Pentecost came and the Holy Spirit came. Some people say that was all. That was not all. You will find in so many references in the book of Acts and elsewhere that the Holy Spirit continued to come upon believers. And that's why today, all the way down 2020 years after Jesus came to pass, we are still speaking in tongues. What does it mean for us today? Push your neighbor and say, what does it mean? What does it mean? Is it only to disturb your brother within the night? Yeah, or is, yeah, there yeah, yeah. is there a use? That's why I want to share these things with you today. Yeah. Now, the first thing that happens, I want to remind you that as you pray in tongues, first, let me say to you that in these days and the days ahead, pray in tongues a lot. And wow. not all the time, everywhere. As a church, if you remember, I demonstrated to you that you don't necessarily need to be disturbing your neighbor. Okay, okay, okay. If I pray in tongues, okay. whether 
you are sitting on your bed, whether you are in the trusty going somewhere, and please stop moving around a lot. Okay. I'm sure some of you can hear things in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go there, Corona, I'll do it. Hallelujah. You see, but I'm sharing something with you. As you speak in tongues, the Bible says that you edify yourself. And in days like these, we need edification. If you make a mistake and you watch the news for half a day, the fear that will catch you. My goodness. My God. If you watch it, then, then you'll be there. You are not going to watch news, but on your phone. This afternoon I've seen a lot of bad news. If you follow it, you'll be you see fear will catch you. And fear paralyzes. My God, my God. You must have a healthy understanding of what's going on. But fear will paralyze you and you will just sit there. And when it's it will just come and catch you because you are sitting there watching it. But when you pray in tongues, you are edifying yourself. You are building yourself up. That is what the Bible says in First Corinthians chapter 14. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself. So build yourself up in the coming days. Don't become a rumor monger. Don't become a fear spreader. Don't become an a, a PR. You know, some people are the public relations officer. He has some other people who do that for him. You child of God. Pray in tongues. Yes. Yourself. Build yourself up so that you will be charged up like a battery with something to give to somebody yeah. who needs it. Amen. 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 Because you may be walking around and some people are totally afraid. My and God. what are you going to say? Mm. The Bible says in the same First Corinthians 14, if you remember I told you that First Corinthians 14, that's the Holy Ghost okay. chapter. Wow. He talks about it in so many places, but that chapter is just special. Wow. Wow. And it says, for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. Oh my God. Oh my God. We need in these times to talk to God. We cannot trust in the arm of flesh. Not at all. Not I tell all. you, mm. nations mightier than us are struggling with this thing. Hey! Hey! Mm. Hey! Hey! And sometimes when I watch the news and I see the technology, I say, hey, Lord, when shall we? But I thank God that the God we serve, he's more than any technology that can exist. Wow. Wow. Amen. Amen. And the Bible says that when we speak in tongues, we're talking yes. to him. Amen. Amen. What we are saying is a mystery. Nobody yeah. can understand it. But he understands it. And that is what is important. Hallelujah. Amen. The second reason why I'm saying to you that you should pray in tongues a lot is because when you pray in tongues, you are praying the will of God. Yeah, you are the praying will the will of God. Can we read more scripture? Romans 8, verse 26 and 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what to pray for as we ought. I don't know if in the past week you have found yourself there. Oh. What should you pray for? What should we pray for? Should I see? Hey. <laughs> what should I say? Now that it is here. Should I pray that it will not come near my gate? Hey. But what about my neighbor's gate? Hey. What about my brother in the next town? Hey. What about my sister, my hey. father? What are you going to pray for? Hey. But the Bible says that 
The Spirit knows for Hallelujah. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is in the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Hallelujah. Amen. I am so encouraged that as I pray in tongues, I just may be praying for the saints. It may be saints somewhere. Mm, okay. so I don't even know. Okay. But they also need prayer. It's not only us. Mm, Sometimes we pray me myself and I Lord as hey, hey, hey. pray my mother my father my, brother, my sister my brother and me as five and no more hey, but when you pray in tongues the Holy Spirit directs that prayer wherever it is supposed to be may you pray in tongues and may you affect the lives of people that we don't know one day we'll be walking in heaven and we'll hear that it's your prayer that saved this life hallelujah put your hands together for the Lord amen the Bible says in the same verse Corinthians 14, but in verse 40, he says that, look, he says that he, if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays. Amen. Amen. And that's why you can keep on praying and praying because mm. it's your spirit, not so much your mind, mm. but your spirit praying. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. In times like this, we need those prayers. Mm. Hey. Hey. hey! Why should you pray in tongues? You know, I was hoping I was going to talk about other things, but somehow I find myself just settling here. It doesn't mean the only thing, but it is it's just the beginning. So why should you pray in tongues a lot? Because as you are praying, your faith is stimulated. You see, we live in a day when people are so faithless. You should see the things that even Christians say on social media. You ask yourself, if this is a Christian, what should an unbeliever be saying? There are people who are saying that, why are you even praying about this at this time? Mm. You are a Christian. You don't know that there is God. Mm. What hey. is your use? What is our use? Hey, mm. if you will pray, what should an unbeliever do? It's a question. Jude 20. But ye, beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith. How? Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. So as you are praying, you don't even know what's going on. But your faith is increasing. And you see, in these times that we live, it is faith that we need. Some people say that it's money that we need. Really? How much money? Really? You know? Some of the people who have fallen victim already to the virus have discovered something unfortunate. Yes. That no matter how much you have, no you cannot you pay for your health. Mm. Mm. You may even have the best doctor, but he can be brought to the end of his ability. You can have the money to pay for it, but you can't get out of the country because some border is closed. My God. Or you are outside. Somebody just sent me a text. The person said, I'm trying to get home. Hey. When the person is water is closed, will I be able to get to the airport before it is? You can have the money, but you cannot board the plane. You can have the tickets, but the flight is not going. Hey, hey, hey. Recently, I was told about a flight that arrived. They kept it closed. They refueled the plane. They said, please, where you are coming from? Your name cannot help. My God. Because as you are sitting in that plane and they have closed the door, they have not asked your name. Mm. 
Not at all, not at all. So many years ago when the Titanic went down, it didn't matter whether your name was in first class or second. When they brought a list of people who have died, it, it, they put them all together. Hey, what was important was who has survived and who has not survived. I said there is only one thing that is going to be able to get through all of this that I'm describing, and that is your faith. By your faith, by your faith, as you work your faith, things happen. But for that faith to continue to grow, and for it to be strong in the midst of everything that we are hearing, please keep preaching, keep praying in tongues. Wow, wow. Building your faith. Your faith will be stimulated. Amen. Amen. As you Amen. pray in tongues, you are praying for the unknown. Yeah. You know, I am amazed to find myself standing before this pulpit, missing all of you who are at home. My God, my God, my God. <laughs> hey, listening to a recording of the Greater Love Gospel Choir yeah. and the Acidation. Yeah. My expectation was that I'll be in church this morning. Yeah. Hey, are you not expecting to be in church? But we are here discussing whether it will be partial lockdown, total lockdown, four oh. half, one week, one month. Hey. 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 We never knew, never knew that we're going to be here. Never and honestly oh. speaking, we don't know what is going to happen next yeah. semester. Yeah. Next, 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 next week. Next I remember week. when the news came out that all schools are, are closed and all that. Hey. I remember the jubilation. Hey. Hey, we will have your jubilation among some young students. Immature. Blind students. They didn't know what they should be thinking about. They were just looking at, oh, tomorrow I don't have to sit for a paper. They didn't know that it meant that something was in the air. The future, the unknown. As we are here, in our pride, in our everything. Recently, in fact, you know, one of the things that has happened as we have had to stop moving around so much is that I've been, I've had time to do some reading of some other books. And I've been so blessed by a book that was written by Pastor Faith Oedipal, Bishop Oedipal's wife. And then she, she, it was a story, a testimony of how she got sick and got healed. But there was a statement in it that struck me. She said, it's not that I got sick, something, I was a sick person and I said, no, one day I was well. Okay. The next day, I was sick. Hey, hey, the future, the unknown. Nobody is exempt. That's a woman of God. She was not exempt. No. She had to go through the trial by the grace of God. She came out on the other wow. side. Do we know what is going to happen on the other side? No. Even as we are speaking, we have doctors, we have nurses, we have lab personnel who last week they were okay. Yeah. Today they are walking around people who are not well mm. and are just praying that they will not pick the thing mm. and carry it. Mm. We don't know tomorrow. Yeah. But I thank God that as oh. we pray in tongues, oh, after, as we pray in tongues, we are covering the unknown. We are praying about something that is out there that we don't know about. Hallelujah. And because of that, we are confident. That's why I am telling you, my friend, no matter where you are, no matter the circumstance, no matter what is happening, that gift that he gave to us, speaking in tongues, let it flow. Amen. Let it flow. Because as we are praying, we will be talking and we will be talking to God about the unknown. Yeah. And because of that, we'll be able to influence the unknown. 
will be able to do something about the unknown. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I said hallelujah. Amen. 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 Now I'm still preaching. I'm going to talk for preach. a few more minutes. You know, I want you, I want you to have some data so that we can we can join the flow service with Bishop Dag at midday. Okay. So I don't want to talk for so long. Okay. So just about five more minutes so that you know you can conserve the data. Turn to your neighbor and say these days. Data. Data is what I need. Data. Data. Your transportation that you are not going anywhere, put it inside the data. That's all. That's it. That's it. So that you can remain connected. Connected to every prayer. There's prayer every day. There's prayer every day. Amen. And if I will bring you some of that at the end of the service. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible also talks about the Holy Spirit upon us. And Jesus talked about what the Holy Spirit upon him, what it did. It enabled him to work. You know, it enabled him to do so many things. And in Psalm 89, we meet David also telling us the same thing. The Holy Spirit upon. That is the anointing. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, there are things that he does. And I only want to share two of those things because I find it so relevant to where we are now. Hallelujah. In Psalm 89 and verse 19, God said something. He, you see, he was talking in Psalm 89 about, I've anointed somebody. I've anointed. What have I done? And he said, I have given help to one who is mighty. Listen, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, what he brings you is supernatural. Hey. And my prayer for you is that wherever you are, whatever the situation right now, some supernatural help will meet you. Some supernatural help. You see, as we are here, already the situation in the country has affected so many people. Yeah. There are people whose livelihoods have been affected. Their shops have been affected. People have purchased some things nobody is buying because nobody is coming around. And some people, some things are somewhere they are not able to move them because the route by which it will come is closed. So many things are happening that we didn't know about. But there is supernatural help to be had. And I pray that you will call upon that supernatural help to help you at this time. Hallelujah. You know, I am thinking about some disappointed children who thought that they were going to be doing their wasi in a few weeks Time. And then when they are done, you know, one of them was looking at me and asking, so what does it mean? Mm. I wish I could answer. There's no answer. But what I know is that there's supernatural help. Yes. I said there's supernatural help. Yes. Amen. 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 So don't play with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Now, God also said, as he anointed David, he said, in the same Psalm 89 and verse 21, he said, my arm will strengthen him. In days like these, we need strength from above. Don't depend on your own strength. It's not enough. You see, you can be strong, and then you will hear something, and, and your spirit will almost leave you. Hey! I tell you what? Your spirit will almost you. Recently, somebody very close to me was in a place and as he was there, they brought somebody, a patient who should not have been there, brought the person there. They said, hey, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> when I heard it, my heart, it entered my shoes. And they said, oh, he had to be here because he found some reason. And I sat there thinking, this my loved one, what will happen? By the grace of God, when they tested the person, the, the, the test was negative. Wow, wow. But you see, I'm trying to share with you the feeling. The feeling. <laughs> the feeling. What if it had been possible? Feeling. My strength left me. 
Oh, but then I remembered God. Ah, and I was empowered to pray. Ah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I believe that in this coming week, we're going to continue praying. Yeah. We have been praying and we're going to continue yes, praying. Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to join me for the chauffeur hour on Monday, wow. on Wednesday, and on Friday. It's just yeah. for one hour. Five to six. You know, if you over, if you oversleep, you'll miss it. Yeah. Ah. If you sleep too much, you'll miss it. Yeah. So decide to move your, your sleep somewhere else. Yeah. But from five to six, we are calling out oh, no. oh, It's just yes. one hour. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're going to be with our chairman, Bishop in Tefo. Thursday, we're joining them online with the whole of the Nakazo assemblies will be online from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. We are praying. We are praying. We are praying. We are praying. And you know, you need to pray in tongues. Pray in English by all means, but pray in tongues. Now I want to speak to you who's listening to me, who probably have not given your life to Christ yet. If you've not given your life to Jesus, what it means is that you do not speak in tongues. And if you do, the origins must be something else. You need to give your life to Jesus. It is when you have given your life to him that you can now have the baptism of the Holy Spirit who brings you the ability to speak in tongues. And so right where you are watching this service, I want to pray with you to receive Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. Just bow down your head with me. Jesus said that it's not enough to believe in him. He said you must also confess it. That means you must say what you believe. Amen. Amen. He says that if what you believe in your heart, you need to say it with your mouth. Romans 10, 9 and 10 is your reference. And so before I just go off this transmission, I want you to bow down your head and I want you to pray. And you want to pray like this. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-A-C. God richly bless you.